Hello, my name is Cynthia, and welcome to the latest episode of Getting Your Together, a podcast where we discuss what it's like to get it all the way together, or at least attempt to, one day at a time. Hey y'all, today is going to be not so much a Q&A, but just like my thoughts on a particular topic that I received through my Instagram, and it was about boredom and sobriety. So I would like to jump in and just talk about this because boredom and sobriety is a thing. It is something that's going to hit you sooner than you probably expect it just because if you're like me and you pretty much scheduled your life around like alcohol or whatever your particular vices or partying, then once you decide to get sober, it's kind of like, well, shit, I have all this free time. What do I do? Nothing seems as fun. I don't seem as fun. You know, am I doing the right thing? And I would like to talk about things that I did and give you some thoughts on what you can do. And I just want to say like, you know, this stuff will take time. Some days will be better than others. And then sooner than later, you will just realize that, you know, you've, you have kind of reworked your life in a different new way without having your particular advice taking up a huge part of it. But it is something that will take a while. And it's something you're going to be aware of just because you just had your particular advice for me. It was booze, of course, for such a long time. And that's all you know. And that's how you kind of associate fun or what you associate with fun, right? So some things that I would like you to consider is sort of like, don't beat yourself up about this, right? Don't be, don't, I know I talked about this in some of my podcasts last season or last year, rather, that I had a lot of FOMO and I never really had FOMO or fear of missing out because even if I wasn't hanging out with friends, I still had alcohol and I can go to places and bars and try new drinks and try new things and drink wine and we'll do all these things. So I didn't really feel like I was part in the, like outside the crowd, even if I wasn't necessarily hanging out with people are part of a crowd. I still was doing what I thought was normal and what society deems as normal. So I still kind of felt accepted. And when I didn't drink anymore, that type of thing really started to kind of that kind of thing really started to impact my mind because I had all this free time. And I didn't realize that, you know, a level, a certain level of like insecurity, some type of level of insecurity would creep on up and get me second guessing what I was doing. For me, I didn't necessarily do this too much, but it can happen. And I've seen it happen with other people that I I knew or have known. Um, you can start like, you know, romanticizing. So I, and start thinking like, well, maybe I wasn't too bad, or maybe the stories that I, my rock bottom wasn't that extreme, or maybe I can probably just start back having a couple and I'll be able to control it because I've stopped, you know, those are the types of things that will start kind of coming into your head because you have all this free time and you'll be thinking about things. And I think a lot of the boredom, what people, what freaks people out about the boredom aspect of it is that it is going to be filled with just you thinking and sitting with yourself. And when you're using, you know, you're not, you're, even if you're sitting, you're not thinking about yourself, thinking about life, thinking about your issues and things like that because you're numbing. So when you're no longer numbing, 
this is when you start thinking like, well, you want to start making rationalize your use. So you could be like, well, I can get back to that. I can do that. I can control it this time and it'll be better because I've learned from being sober for as many months or weeks or years if you, as you've been. And it can happen at any time. It could happen during your first month. It could happen during your first year. It could happen during your fifth year. It's just sort of like that thing of just having that loop when you're not really trying to just sit and be okay with that, the fact that your life has changed. Changed. So in order to circumvent that or things that I did, I decided that I was just going to try a lot of new things. I typically had a lot of hobbies and stuff that I was into, but I really kind of sucked at them while I was drinking because I spent a lot of my time drinking or recovering from drinking. So when I was sober, a lot of my hobbies started to come back to me or I tried to get back to them. So for me, it was writing. I did a lot of writing and rewriting and submitting to contests. I got um, really into my photography again and tried different ways to do photos and really explore that more and push it, push the envelope for me more and started to connect with other photographers and learn from them and things like that. So I can grow as an artist. I also started like dancing and going to the gym. I feel like Having when you're bored, having something that you can kind of channel your energy into is really helpful. And it may not be exercise. Not everybody likes to exercise. But I will say that if you are tempted to try that, by all means, try it. But, you know, just keep your options open. Try different things. And if something doesn't really resonate with you that you thought would, then try something else. There's so many things out there. I encourage people to go outside their comfort zone. There's usually something that you're into that you probably just put on a back burner or said, no, I can't because I'm too this, that, or the third. I say this is the perfect time now that you're discovering who you are, what you're about to really explore. You never know what's out there. You never know what will really pick up on your mind or your brain as you're getting sober. So this is the perfect time to really just go for it. Also hobbies, if you have a hobby, it will actually help distract you. I know I used to work at a nonprofit and people used to knit in meetings to keep focus. So there's things like that just to keep your mind occupied, keep your mind focused, keep your mind like on the prize, which is your sobriety. So I would say find a hobby, any hobby, and just keep trying to find something that sticks with you. I also say if you live in a place, of course, I live in New York, so it's easier to do here than compared to other places. But I think that there's like hidden gems, interesting side trips, things that you can kind of go out and see, explore the city in a new way with sober eyes and see what you're drawn to. There's always something that's kind of I know for me, it was kind of interesting just to go out and see the world differently and where my mind would go and what interested me because, you know, drinking all I was interested in was finding the new bar or a good dive bar or whatever. So now that that's kind of off the table, it's nice to be able to explore other facets of New York that I just didn't really care to do before because I was in the bottle, you know? So I encourage that if you can walk around, if you can take a bus trip, if you can take a plane trip, if you can take a train trip, all the trips, if there's like a new museum or a zoo or an aquarium or 
like some random foodie thing. Like I'm not a big foodie person, but, or a random like pop up or anything like that. Just go out and try it. It may be outside your comfort zone. You may not like people or crowds, but you know, go early in the day or later in the day and just see what's up. You never know what you'll stumble upon and you probably be like, yeah. And you'll be able to either, you may meet new people. You may discover something new about yourself that you really didn't realize until you happen to go on this particular trip. And it doesn't have to be a long trip. It can be like, it could be an hour. It could be, or it could be a day trip or anything like that. So don't stress yourself out about it. But I do encourage you just to go out and try to see life with new eyes. And if you're into nature and things like that, go out on a hike. I'm not really huge on nature. I'm not going to lie. I was talking with my best friend that my idea of going out in nature is like glamping, which is like glamour camping. I'm just not. I mean, a nice hike every now and then. And when I say now and then, I mean like years and years can go between each of my hikes. But you know, if you're into nature or maybe you don't know if you're into nature, try going out and exploring, going to the park, going on hikes, going camping, trying all that stuff. Just just go. I mean, I think this is a perfect time for you just to go, go, go. Just pick random activities and just say, I'm going to try it on this day. Put it down in your calendar, put it in your phone, and then just hold yourself accountable and just do it and get out your way and just say, that's not me. And and don't say like, that's not me because you don't know who you are right now. You don't know who you're becoming. So this could be very well be you, but you won't know unless you get outside or get out there and do it. And one of the facets of AA is sort of like giving back. So if you go to meetings, try to up up a service commitment or help out a newcomer. Or if you know someone who's also struggling in some kind of way with addiction or just, you know, self-confidence or anything, you feel like you can extend a hand, do that. Try it. Be a mentor. Um, there's plenty of like volunteer opportunities out there. There's the soup kitchens. There's, you know, mentoring children, um, young boys and girls, starting a blog and writing about it. It's just like anything that you can really feel in order to just give yourself a sense of purpose. I think having a sense of purpose or finding a sense of purpose right now, especially when you're getting sober or you're working on being sober is really key and beneficial. And it will help you be able to see it's more, see life more than just outside of what you're going through in your boredom. Cause you can see like, okay, it's impacting someone somewhere, somehow, you know, and it helps you get outside of your head. So I strongly urge that. I know for me, it helped me a lot. And while I'm, I never became like an AA sponsor or anything like that. Cause I haven't completed the steps. I'll be honest. I have helped out other people that are struggling and, I've been a mentor in different other capacities in my life. And I always feel like it was some other feeling that I got from that, that nothing else could really touch. And I think that's cool. And I really helped me a lot more, a lot. I really felt that a lot more and it helped grounded me and it helped ground me when I got sober, just because I will say like, I could see that I was operating at a higher plane and a higher different vantage points within myself and then that could also help shape how someone was viewing themselves. So it was like a win-win for both, for everybody. So I encourage you to at least give it a try. 
Um, it doesn't have to be a long, extensive commitment or anything like that, because I know that can add stress. But giving back helps really to alleviate a lot of that feeling of boredom because you're also around people. You're also growing and cultivating relationships and getting outside of yourself. So that's helpful. And just like, I just really want to close this by saying that I know that boredom sucks and I know that it's like, it's a pain in the ass, you know, and it can be so crippling and it could make you spiral and it can make you start glamorizing or romanticizing. But I urge you just to have a hard stop or pause when that starts to happen, because we all know if you really play it forward in your head or play it back in your head, we all know where our bad decision-making can go and how fast we can lose control, how much we can remain stuck, you know? And your life is worth so much more than that. And boredom passes. You know, your life is not always exciting, but it's definitely not always boring. And while it may be so painstakingly slow and anxiety-inducing when it's boring, just know that that time will soon pass and then you'll be on to something else. And it really does help you to, to occupy your time with something constructive and something that will grow and benefit you. So if it's reading a book, if it's picking up that hobby, if it's going to the gym, if it's exploring a new part of your town or your city or traveling, if it's trying to mentor or give back in some kind of way, try it, you know, just give it a shot. Even if it's something so totally foreign to you, totally outside of your wheelhouse, But remember, like, you know, even though drinking or whatever your vice was may have felt like it was in your wheelhouse, it wasn't helping you grow as a person, as a friend, as an individual in any kind of way. And all these things, while they may be foreign and outside of your comfort zone, they will challenge you and help you see yourself in a different way. And that is probably what's key and what you need the most right now when you're going through something like being sober or trying to remain sober and you just don't feel as connected to yourself as you used to be, even though what you're trying to connect to is the old version of you. So having a positive outlet will help you start to lay the foundation for the person that that you've always wanted to be. But with that, you know, there's going to be times when it's slow and you're just going to be able to have to learn to roll with the punches and It will get better with time, but sometimes you're just going to have to sit in it, but then you'll know that this will only be this moment in time and it doesn't have to define the rest of your life. Okay, my friends, I think that's it for this episode. I hope you've learned something. If you think this episode will resonate with anyone in your circle, please forward it to them so they can hear this. And if you have any other questions or thoughts for me, always reach out. I love to hear from you all. Thank you, Instagram friend, for posing or asking my thoughts on this particular topic. It gave me a lot to think about myself and just things that I did or have been working on when I have my moments of slowing down and being bored. So I appreciate it. Until next time, everybody. Have a great one. Talk soon. Bye. Bye.